Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning, it is 1046. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So DeMar Hamlin was back in the suite cheering on his teammates. So his doctors came out this past week. That's Jason Hammer, by the way. Hello. Um, So um, a lot of people were wondering when, if ever, is he going to come back? What's the status of DeMar Hamlin? Because it seems like he's doing well. Well, his doctors came out and, you know, kind of wanted to put a wet blanket on some expectations. He still needs a lot of oxygen. He still gets tired really early. So maybe he will never play football again. Yeah, but you need those things too, and you're doing fine. Dude, I get hurt tying my shoe. (laughs) I get worn out putting my socks on at this point. I asked you a question yesterday, and I I appreciate your honesty on this. You know, I'd said Joe Mixon is the running back for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, and that dude runs to, in in the industry, they say he runs to contact, right? Like he runs angry. Yes, he seeks people out and he seeks to hurt you more than you hurt him. And so I, you know, I asked basically, could you? Do you think you could survive? Ta- could you survive tackling Joe Mixon in a in a game full speed without getting seriously injured? Not right now. No, not at forty five years old. Not you know being old and out of shape. And you know I got a bum knee already. I got a bad back. I got a bad shoulder. No, I would be out of work for probably two weeks if I attempted to tackle Joe Mixon right now. Now, 21-year-old me, I would go for it. 21-year-old me trying to walk onto the Ball State football team, I'd give it a shot. I mean, he would truck me. Sure, but you could get him down. Right, and, you know, I would get back up. Yeah. Uh, now, no, I would lay there and everything would hurt. <laughs> Do we know what happened, happened to this Hamlin guy? Have they revealed that yet? No. No. Isn't that weird? And here's what really stinks, right? And this is a big part of the conversation I don't think anybody's bringing up. Unless the Buffalo Bills want to pay this guy for his medical expenses out of the kindness of his own heart after this year, they don't have to. Because in the NFL, to qualify for the pension program, you have to play at least three years in the league. Mm. He's only in year number two. So even though the dude literally almost died on the field playing for your organization, if they wanted to be jerks about it, they could mm-hmm. say, well, we really appreciate what you did for the organization. Here's the Jelly of the Month Club. We wish you well. And they've done that to people before. NFL, we talked about earlier, they've got a bit of a track record. I mean, and I assume this guy's going to have salary cap implications and everything else. So, but uh, does that make me a horrible person? And I'm like, what happened to this guy? And why aren't they telling anyone? No, you're absolutely right. And I've heard from a number of you know, physicians that say the hit that he took, we've seen harder hits. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it just hit in the right place at the right time. You never know what happens. Everybody's body's different. But it doesn't make you a horrible person to wonder if 
this could have been vaccine related mm-hmm. or something like that. Despite what writers from the Indie Star will want to tell you, it doesn't make you a horrible person if you question about the impacts of healthy professional athletes and why they're having so many heart conditions. Well, you're also assuming that he was healthy. I mean, we think he was healthy, but he could have I mean, if you're had, starting safety in the yeah, NFL. right, maybe. you hope. But he could have had some underlying issue that maybe he wasn't even aware of. True, and that very well could be the case. But to Rob's point, we don't know any of this mm-hmm. information. Yeah. But you can't rule anything out. Can I tell you why I... Look, I loathe Hammer. There's no doubt about that. But I also love him. Can I just tell a quick story? <laughs> sure. So, Hammer, you were what were you chaperoning or something? Your kids' uh, dance of some sort or something. There was some event you were. Oh yeah, this past weekend, I went to go pick up Jacob okay. at the school dance. Yes. Yeah, so Hammer is picking his his kid up, and he texts me. He goes, "Look, I'm 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 kind of out of range right now. I can't watch on Patrol Live. Mm-hmm. If anything happens in Beach Grove, <laughs> let me know. I'll try." to drive by and shout Rob Kendall sucks <laughs> while they're doing whatever. And get it on TV. And so about, I, I don't know, the, this was maybe 30 minutes, an hour later, there's something happening in Beach Grove. Mm-hmm. And so I'm texting Hammer. I said, Beach Grove, can't see streets, but I can tell you the business that I'm seeing in the background. And it was some, was it a funeral home? It was home? a Little and Son's funeral home right there on Main Street. Yes. And so I'm uh, thinking, you know, ha ha, funny. Well, within... 15 minutes, Hammer is sending me (laughs) a live video of himself going past the parking lot in question. And unfortunately, the person, it was a like a stranded motorist or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. The live PD had already moved on because they'd gotten the person to safety. Yeah. But I love the fact that Hammer made every effort mm-hmm. to, to go by on television and shout Rob Kendall sucks on, on and make sure that made cable television airwaves. He'll do anything to get on TV. Oh. Good thing it wasn't Gun Baby, because that could be a dangerous situation. Um. By the way, congratulations to your boy. He's moving on in yeah. an athletic conquest. The oldest one uh, is part of the Beach Grove bowling team, mm-hmm. high school bowling, mm-hmm. and they're moving on to the semi-state. So we got a little home game coming up this weekend at Expo. That's where the semi-state's at. So if any rowdy, just loud Southsiders want to come by, mm-hmm. tailgate with me, yeah! and hang out, and cheer on Beach Grove, get there, and let's just when, make that thing raucous. When is it? Saturday. Saturday. The individual contest, which we have one of our bowlers, a gentleman by the name of Donnie Sutton. Yeah. He's really good. He's in the uh, individual portion. He's a a big earn. He is, man. He's going to be making money bowling one day. (laughs) And the team advanced to the team competition, which starts at two. So, again, these things get pretty crowded in there. But, man, I want a full-on Southside invasion. Like, let's bring... Lutheran and Ron Holly and Beach Grove all together just so we can give a middle finger to New Pal and Avon and all those dirtbags. What size, what pound ball does your son use? Is it a heavy one? It's a heavier one, yeah. Does he have his own ball or does it just like it, when we're at the bowling alley, the ball just comes out of oh, the Oh, he's thing. got his own. Yeah. Yeah. Probably drilled specifically for his fingers, right? And sized up for his hand. It's crazy. Because... What are you even saying right now? <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, he's a uh, just, straight roller like some dudes have that curve yeah. mm-hmm. some people use the two hands yeah. uh, the two hands is like the popular thing now mm-hmm. like He's, like ollie and hoosiers yeah like you take it and you just kind of spin it with two hands yeah <laughs> that's probably about 
80% of the bowlers now. You are kidding me. No, I'm telling you the truth, yeah. My, my question is, what are the parental responsibilities when your child plays bowling? Because I know, like, with other athletics you got to bring the orange slices or <laughs> do you do do you drink bring the beer well that happens before i get there okay yeah uh, unfortunately they do not serve the libations at the uh mm, high school events oh, hammer's dad was really drunk <laughs> walking out in the lane like shooter and hoosiers <laughs> hey <laughs> uh no no so you'll have to tailgate a little bit before you go mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's gonna be fun man i'm looking forward to so, it so where you mentioned this donnie who i think he went to the state finals last year right yes. and he's really good so if you were in high is he a senior no he's He's only a junior. Oh, he's only a junior. So if you were to say quarterback of the football team or I'm the starting point guard on the basketball team, you're probably walking around that high school like a fairly big man right. on, man campus. on campus. You yeah. probably have got your choice of ladies that want to date you. Where does I'm the best bowler in the <laughs> school rank in terms of the, you know, Upper is it that upper echelon? Right. You're probably not going to be elected prom king, but your scholarship to your college yeah. might be full on because bowling scholarships are a, a thing. Th- that's a thing. Yeah, schools have bowling teams. Um, so yeah, good for that kid. And I've always said, if I knew what I knew now, back when I was in high school, yeah. instead of playing football yeah. and yeah. basketball, if I knew I could get a free ride bowling or playing pool mm-hmm. or throwing darts yeah. or whatever, there's fewer people. Right. right, there's fewer comp- comp- there's fewer people to compete against. Yeah. Right, I totally would have done that. Uh, let's talk etiquette here for a second, okay? Because we observed someone do this over the weekend, and it's a I think it's a pretty crappy move. But I'll let you weigh in on this. Casey, you can weigh in on, in on this too. If you took a check for a place, like you worked at a place for, or I'm not talking like you worked there six months, you worked there for three, four, five years. And the whole time you're there, you don't man up and say something to someone's face if you got a problem with them. But then when you get out of that place, you start making vague book posts about how nice it is to get out of a toxic, toxic. working yeah. environment. You're a piece <laughs> of trash, aren't you? Yeah, because you had the opportunity to leave, you know, like three, four, five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, then you you know, leave at the end and say, oh, the whole time was awful. Well, you didn't mind the check. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of where I'm at with like Molly Ringwald right now because she goes back and says all of those 80s movies, <laughs> so inappropriate, <laughs> so awful. I wish I never would have done them. But she's more than happy to take those checks that still come mm-hmm. in anytime somebody watches 16 Candles or something like that. Hindsight, though, later on, she's grown up a little, thinks differently. She's still taking the money. Yeah, they yeah. don't cash the check. Okay, and conversely, what about the person who works somewhere and then was let go and then goes on yeah. vague book and says how wonderful they all are? Like, why would someone do that? Well, I mean, if you had a great experience, like um, in radio, you are hired to be fired. Yes. We all know this. Yes. This job, it's like you're a coach in sports. You know what the outcome's going to be. Whether you say something, whether it's a company change, whether it's mm-hmm. a format flip or whatever, you're hired to be fired. So you ride the lightning for as long as you can. Um, so like when I got let go over at ZPL, um, there was one person I didn't like, but I, I still talk to people over there. I'm, I wouldn't bash those guys. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's a really crappy move. If you took money 
money from somebody and you worked around all these people and you had every opportunity to be a, a big tough guy and come up to say something to somebody's face and you never do. And then when you get out of there, you act like you were sentenced to five years in a gulag or mm-hmm. something. And it's crazy too, like you're not even aware that someone has blocked you until it's brought to your attention. <laughs> Are you just discovering this? <laughs> well, there's a couple people. Like, there's one. Uh, there's like a sports guy over at uh, Channel Four. You know, Fox Fifty Nine Four. They're kind of put together. There's this one dude I've never said a word to, but he's not a fan. You're finding apparently somebody. There was a mutual friend shared something, and I clicked on it. You're blocked. All right, haircut. Thanks. What's coming up this afternoon? I mean, he's just a total turd with a haircut. It's the only reason he has a job. Uh, guy Relford will join us. It's Monday Gun Day, and we're gonna have a good time. Thanks. You're listening to Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.